What is good, motherfuckers? This is the Be Cool Podcast back at it. You know how it is. Yet again, we're kicking it off the same way we always do it. It's Friday. It's the weekend. Happy holidays to everybody out there. Obviously, the first day of fall's coming up. Maybe it's already passed. I don't check on shit like that. Old Farmer's Almanac bullshit. Oh, is it going to rain? I got a, I got a sore in my knee. The arthritis is acting up. Plus, I got a bum arm. I'm out here helping people move, fucking up my golf swing, trying to finish off this uh, this fall season, right? This summer bash, closing in on cuffing season. Everybody get their long johns out, get those uh, red and black lumberjacks with a hat to match. <coughs> Excuse me, a little monkey pox in there. I got a real special one for you tonight. Today, this morning, whenever you're listening to it, hope you're doing good. Help, hope you're doing it right. Loving one another, loving each other, loving yourself. Don't forget, love your motherfucking self and get this shit done. So obviously, biggest news story, Hurricane Ian out there running amok. Beat up on Cuba. Fucked up Florida a little bit. You know? Shout out to everybody I know that didn't get it, that didn't get that uh, high winds, those sharks in the uh, Sharknados, you know, sharks swimming in the street, like that's some new shit. I mean, 30 feet off the coast, you're going to get a couple sharks. That's how, that's how the water works. Deep water, bigger fish. So uh, shout out to everybody who survived that. Hopefully you're rebuilding, your FEMA checks come in properly. Sleepy Joe's at the helm, it is what it is. I didn't do the voting. Y'all did it. You elected this man in the office. Like you've made some plenty of mistakes while I sat back and watched. But Hurricane Ian, you never know what's going to happen. You know, global warming, pollution. They become a big story at these times. Only when there's a fucking devastation of Mother Nature. Just because Mother Nature does her thing. But I will say, the warming of the oceans. Obviously, the warming of the earth. It's causing glaciers to melt more rapidly, which causes sea levels to rise. And if sea levels rise, it's because things are melting. Okay? That, that's, that's how you tell that there's warming going on. I don't give a fuck what percentage we've contributed to it. As human beings, we should be a little more concerned of the fact that that's happening. I'd like to see how quickly we can melt them motherfuckers. And leave it up to a couple of these generations out here that have just been uh, fucking off. Too many, too many terms, too many terms out there, senators. Too many terms out there. We don't need people in there for thirty years, okay? After, you know, if these people are uh, really doing their job, why is shit so fucked up? If these motherfuckers who have been elected for thirty years have been doing their job to get reelected year after year. Where's the fucking results? Someone tell me the fucking results. So if you're invested so much in these politics, tell me the fucking results, okay? They didn't change racism. They wanted slaves. They didn't want women to vote. Women are trying trying to get paid. Is what it is. Politicians ain't doing shit unless it lines their own fucking pockets. So moving on with pocket lining. Last weekend. You had the Buffalo Bills versus the Miami Dolphins, in which a game Tua Tagliavoa, Tagliavoa, something like that. 
Dolphins QB gets a little uh, wobbly on the field after a hit. Looks like he hit his head. Could be a concussion of some sort. This motherfucker comes in back in the second half. The Miami beats the Bills somehow. You know, I'll take it. It happens. Games, you know, you can't win them all. You can't win them all. No one's 1-0 one, one out here. Three weeks in. So we move on to Thursday night. Last night football. You had the Dolphins. <coughs> Excuse me. You had the Dolphins. You have the Bengals. Tua gets another. He gets a more of a back to belly to back suplex. He busts his motherfucking head. His hands go crinkly like crinkly like that guy from Scream Two or no uh, Scary Movie Two. Littlefinger and uh, or Stanky Leg, whatever you want to call him. But yeah, he crimped up. You could that's a cause of a result of a brain injury. Of some sort. It's a reaction. Natural nervous reaction. And. Um, that guy gets sent to the hospital. Luckily. He was able to get on the team plane. Left with everybody that night. But this comes. The story of. Why did he come back during the Bills game? Was there a concussion there? I never saw the report. If they did an investigation. To see how he was able to play. After he was wobbling. Almost fell down. On the way back to the bench. After a sack. Or a late hit actually. By Milano. Shout out to Milano. That's Italian style. What are we going to do? Nice cookie too. I like a milk chocolate Milano. Not a big fan of the dark chocolate. Dark, dark chocolate more fake that way. I can taste the uh, that milk chocolate. We'll get into that milk chocolate. With that special top 10. That I got for you tonight. Get that cuffing season started early. You know what I'm saying. Shout out to Sabonis Ionis. Out there living it big. Thanks for showing me that Bills Mafia down there in Miami. Hope you did all right. Miami didn't look like it got too much of it. Probably got some flooding and such. But uh, keep on doing your thing, Slick. I'll be uh, puff, puff, passing. Um, So we go in, you know, to an injury. What are they going to make of it? Is there going to be an investigation? Did Miami... You're at a, at a certain point, right? You're a professional athlete. You got to take hold of... You got to have responsibility over your own body. If you can't play, you can't play. I don't care. I understand that there's a process. Maybe he's got something wrong with him where he says he's okay because he wants to play so much. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe something's messed up. You don't even know what's happening. He just wants to play. Feels all right. But last night did not help that situation. So either the Miami Heat front office, someone in the organization, or Tua himself is going to have to take responsibility for... Unfortunately, another devastating blow to his back, spinal cord, and his head. So, shout out to all that. Hope they figure that out for his sake because I don't need to see people injured. I don't, doesn't really change my mind in any way. I mean, I call for the public execution of sickos, so I'm not really worried about a guy banging his head on the goddamn grass or some rubber pellets. You wanted to play, <laughs> that's what you get. Some shit happens to you, you know? You want to be a skateboarder? You got ankles, knees, and toes. Oh my, you got femurs. You got arms and a head as well. You got to wear that protection because you know that's where the devastation may come one day. And most skaters know what I'm talking about. Not a skater myself. Didn't mind playing a little Tony Hawk back in the day, but well past that these days. I like to spend my uh, my time rambling on 2K23 to rats that don't even exist. 
it probably in reality 2k sucking up all their fucking money we'll get into that some other time but that might be a special one on patreon for the real listeners so aaron judge shout out to the new york yankees aaron judge hits his 61st homer drug free they say that's a big motherfucker i don't know if he's hgh free uh jimmy neutrons i don't know what he's into but that's a big boy, and he hit his 61th homer. Took a little while to get from 60 to 61. You know, kids get nervous these days. He's not the youngest of pups, not the oldest. He's right in the middle, probably 27, 28 years old. Was a rookie a long time ago. I mean, six, seven years ago. So, good luck for everybody in the sports card industry. Saving on his rookies, making that cash money. Some of that Saleh Bembry, if you know what I'm talking about. Um, obviously the Bills lost to the Dolphins, like I said, a depleted roster, definitely on the defensive end, Micah Hyde out for the year from week two's injury. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be a difficult run. And obviously that rolled into Ime Adoka out there fucking another, uh, little hint, hint out there fucking. No one knows the real story right now. No one knows the true story. Who gives a fuck, you know? I mean, the only big story is that he fucked off on Nia Long. Now, Nia Long is a beautiful black woman. What the fuck are you doing? But, like I said, human nature. You can't control this thing. It's the nature of the beast. That's why there's these terms. Because some of these terms actually make sense. Like an old wives' tale. That could be anything. I like to say that once in a while because it's a classic you know, you got to keep the classic, the ones that work, you got to keep it. You got to keep it going. Let it survive like an old wives tale. But like the, it's a tale as old as time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a tale as old as time. No shit. No shit. It is because every tale is as old as time. So that's how information was passed between tribes. When we were first out here starting to build fires, starting to roast a couple dinosaurs and shit. But, you know, you got to keep moving on. So that's how the sports uh, situation's running over here at the Be Cool Podcast. You know what the fuck we're talking about. Baseball season coming to an end pretty soon. Braves down one game, I believe, to the Mets as we speak. So they got a series against the Mets coming up and then finishing the season off against the trash team. So hopefully we can swing off a couple, maybe three or four wins and, you know, solidify our spot into the playoffs trying to defend that world series title and talking about titles i don't know if i spoke about it last week but battle rapper pat stay from canada nova scotia 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 shout out big fan of pat stay was a one of the best in my eyes went from different leagues, went from the Canada League, KOTD, went to URL, went to RBE, battled anybody he wanted to, had a had a beautiful style, was able to jump from parts of his written battles just to suffice what was happening actually in the battle he was in. So he didn't follow completely the, the uh, segments that as he wrote them. He was able to jump between different ones in certain situations, which takes a lot of talent because you have to memorize these 
verses before you get in to these battles. Otherwise, your mind goes blank and you're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Um, bum, 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 ah, shit, ah, shit. Like you can't remember it because some people just don't do the work. You got to do the work. It's like doing, uh, having background vocals at concerts. I understand it for a hook or two, you know, little segments of the hook, a little bar at the end once in a while, but you can't have that at a, if you were supposed to be a high selling act, can't be doing background vocals at your concerts. Shout out G unit. No problem. I got I got no problem saying that. Probably game does it too. So, I mean, same family. But Pat Stay was stabbed in his hometown. So, I mean, there was some like mass stabbing spree going on. Uh yeah, unfortunate. Dude was very talented. Just started having a family. Getting on the straight and narrow, being an older man, you know, mid-30s or something like that. And just trying to figure it out and figuring it out. And something violent like that happens. And we know, like we talk about this on the podcast all the time, it happens every day. Just because you can type a story on Twitter real quick doesn't mean it hasn't happened before. Like, it's not some new shit. People dying, people getting shot up, people getting stabbed, people getting fucked up. It happens all the time. It's happened regardless if you hear about it or not. It's like when the people finally uh, come up in a story about going missing or someone getting kidnapped. This shit has been happening. You're just hearing about it on a story because that's the one that they want to sensationalize. It's a young blonde woman couple kids doing some sick shit or they're getting some sick shit sick shit done to them just a crazy world out here but you got to take it in stride so shout out to pat stay and his family you know be cool podcast sends out the love that hip-hop love for everything he contributed to the battle rap community shout out to everybody in that community who's been doing uh you know Tributes on YouTube, Math Hoffa, ruin ruin your life, ruin your day, um, RBE, everybody out there, KOTD, doing their thing, showing how much he meant to that community. So, you know, you get in the battle rap is it's unapologetic. It's 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 brazen. You're basically talking the rawest shit. The most grimiest shit to a person with knowing that they're not going to be retaliating with physical with any physical danger to yourself sometimes motherfuckers have been hit in the face with a punch but battle rap community is that's what it is the battle rap community is all about being the rawest the most disgusting things you could say about somebody not taking it as far as to their children but you know, if it's public knowledge, it's public consumption for that artist to go at you in any way. And if you have intimate information about somebody, that too can be used in uh, meaningful assault verbally upon its victim. That little line right there is just a uh, showcase of that hip hop devastation that I'm able to uh, bring poetically to a motherfucker's ear 
that flavor for your ear. I got that brand new flavor for your ear. So, uh, talking about unapologetic, it's just crazy how I was just watching Rachel Nichols. I'll give you the story. Thing that made me think about this. I was watching Rachel Nichols, ex ESPN sideline reporter, host of NBA. Well known for the show The Jump and uh, many other things. She worked at TNT, did football as well. Beautiful, sexy broad. Married with a couple kids. So I can't go too deep into the things I would, you know, put her on the list I got coming up for you. But you'll obviously hear about that in the list. Not Rachel specifically. But what's wrong with a redhead? A nice sexy one with a little bit of tan. That's a nice one. And uh, voluptuous. Voluptuous. And so Rachel's on a show on Showtime called Up in Smoke. Something like that. Is it Up in Smoke? I don't know. Matt Barnes, ex-NBA players, Matt Barnes, Steven Jackson. They're sitting down with her because she's just signed to Showtime. To do some Showtime sports. To probably do some kind of shows throughout the week. You know, football, NFL, NBA. Who knows what the fuck she's going to be doing. She was wearing long leather boots. Leather pants. And, uh, you know, doing the thing Rachel does. Looking real good. Looking fantastic, actually. And she's telling her story. She's never spoken publicly, like, to another person. Been interviewed about... The thing she said on a live mic that she didn't know was a live mic about Malik, uh, was not Malika Andrews, Maria Taylor, who was also a host of NBA shows on ESPN. And because of um, George Floyd being murdered back in 2020, there was, you know, racial tensions were building again in our country, as they will, because no one's ever going to do anything to fix it. Because you can't fix it. It's been been 300 years of this. So you can't fix it with changing any laws. Laws ain't going to do anything. It's a... You try to to exercise it through the demons of generation. You're hoping that you can allow this to die off through generations. Because you can't fix it. You just can't do it. Because it seems that the more information people have... Even more divided they're getting. But they're not getting the information that's the real information. They're getting shit that only they want to see. Because everything that you're advertised about is the shit that you look at. So if you're not previewed to knowing about some other shit. That other shit is not going to be inundated the same way. So you're only going to see the negative or the positive. You're not going to see you know, the balance. Which everybody needs to know the balance. Because if you don't know the balance. You're not going to know what's real. You're not going to get that that check you deserve. So. She's talking about how. What, what she really meant. Or the context of what she was talking about. She was owed a. In her contract to do the NBA finals. But because of all this racial tension. The evidence that ESPN hadn't been. You know promoting black and females in their company to higher positions such as hosts of shows and stuff like that that they wanted to give maria taylor the job that rachel nichols had 
been promised in her contract. So we go into the bubble 2020 and this whole thing, this whole story blows out. And I don't give a fuck if Rachel Dinkles is a racist or not. There's tons of racists out there. They're all over the place. Um, You can be a racist and know black people. Those things don't have to be concurrent in your life or, you know, they can coincide without the, separately. You know, having a black best friend does not make you not racist. It's just the way it is. Those things can live outside each other. Just to let you know. Just give you a little background on real life. Things can exist separately. And you can live that path. You could you could somehow live that path. I don't know how you could, but I, I guarantee you there are people out there that can. So she's so she did the apology and now she's telling her real story, right? She did her apology to her. She was like, Oh, I didn't mean it like that. You know, I'm not a racist, obviously, blah, blah, blah. I'm a woman. I've fought through ESPN to get to where I've gotten. You know, I, I have black friends. They always say that. Oh, I got black friends. So, you know, that's well, that's why you gotta say that. So it was just made me think about when when in our lifetime or my lifetime. And if yours, if you're listening to it, you probably know when it happened. You know, there was a time when it felt like, or you just saw that people, it was like the trophy, trophy giveaway, participation trophy society began. You know, where nobody sucked, everyone was a superhero, and we need to recognize that. And we can't do uh, King of the Hill anymore. King of the Mountain, we can't play dodgeball because one kid's going to get picked on. You know, sometimes, and sometimes in life, people are going to have to overcome obstacles. And I think King of the Hill, you don't have to participate in King of the Hill. I mean, I I did King of the Mountain all the time. I love to get pushed down by the biggest kid. I like getting on that mountain. You got to gnaw on that kid's little uh, back of his calf or something through that full snowsuit he was wearing but once you got him down then you could chuck down snowballs at him or oh, you hit him with a nice uh hogan boot to the head when they're climbing up it's you know sometimes you gotta go through some obstacles to get to where you need to go and that kind of that kind of understanding as a young kid it's not a difficult thing if you don't want to play dodgeball you don't have to this is the weirdest thing i've ever heard in my life like, you don't need a participation trophy for dodgeball because you can choose not to play dodgeball. It's like you can't even play tag no more. Where's the fun in that? Where's the fun in that? Get a little free grab ass in third grade when you're running around. You don't even know what the fuck are you going to do with it. These days, the kids might know what to do with it because they got a goddamn phone in front of them or a goddamn iPad in front of them 24-7. And they're not watching the History Channel, Ancient Aliens, Oak Island. They're not watching Discovery. They're not watching Bravo. You know, they're not watching anything. But some goofy shit. To keep the parents at bay so they can go do their silly shit. It is what it is. I know the gimmick. I just never had that growing up. You know, I had to learn... (coughs) 
<coughs> how to play basketball well enough so I could stay on the court. I had to learn that. Those are obstacles. That's what you got to do. I want. I love playing basketball. Was someone going to keep me from playing basketball all night? Hell no. That was up to me to learn to gain enough ability, understanding, knowledge of the game too. Basketball IQ can come into it and take and add that skill. It's double trouble. Not the triple threat, which we'll talk about fairly soon. But when did this world become everyone apologizing for everything? I know people people probably apologizing for opening holding the door open for somebody. I didn't ask you to do that. I'm like, what the f-? now we're in a fucking argument? Because like, I held the fucking door open for you? Is that the story? Is that what you're telling me? Where's the fucking love? Yeah, so I don't know when the apologetics tour started, but then you got the two the two year gap when they tell their real story. Like they finally come back into the limelight. Now they want to tell their truth. You had your chance to tell your truth. You know, you bowed down to the powers that be. You wanted to stay famous. You wanted to have that money come in eventually. So you kept your fucking mouth shut. You sat there and took your lickings. And now you can get back on crossing your legs with the sexy makeup on. Legs crossed and having your fun. You know, money isn't real, Georgie. It just seems that way. Understand? Great line from a good good movie, Blow. Another actor, Johnny Depp. I mean, this guy should have been done a long time ago. He made so much money off those Pirates of the Caribbean and, you know... He's so eccentric and you can't be such a great actor without being fucked up. He's just fucked up. There's nothing you can do about it. And that's fine. He just he just fucked up enough to be famous. To be to be able to handle and be able to provide a service that a lot of motherfuckers enjoy watching. And owns a crazy wine collection because motherfuckers love to drink. Loves drugs. You know, probably fear and loathing in Las Vegas didn't help him because that's when he met Hunter S. Thompson and, you know, over the deep end he went. But that's what happens when geniuses meet. He's a genius actor. Hunter S. Thompson, a genius writer. But they're fucked up. They're crazy. They have they have some of the morbidest thoughts and ideas that you could imagine. That's why they shoot rockets full of dumb shit up in the air. You know, it's just like a hillbilly in the country. Shooting off their guns. Well, nothing wrong with it. Just a little fucked up, obviously. You know? It's like a fucking truck with a bunch of shit on, shit on it. So when it goes by my house, shakes my fucking floors. Like, I don't understand that. Is that, is that what gets you off? You're fucking up my day, my day, because you gotta disrupt the air that I'm breathing. Because you want some stupid ass sound to come out of your muffler. I don't care if it's a Bose system or the manifold, and I can hear it coming right now. Some idiot on his hillbilly jack, and you know he's probably getting horned up with his Domino's pizza. You know, little 
little hoagie. You know, little, uh, what do they call that? Fuck, man, what was that? Pie in the hole or something like that? Hole in the pie? The old slip slip, open up the cupboard, there you go. You got to have a small one to have one of those. You probably need a, what's a better vessel? What's a better vessel? Hmm. I guess if you uh, cut out the bottom of one of those uh, high-end uh, pretzel places sent you, they, it's like the perfect size. You cut out the bottom and when people are trying to reach in, it's like the pie in the hole, holding the pie, and you got your dick in there. Some sick shit. At least, obviously, you don't want it on the jalapeno pretzels. You want to do something more like a ranch, nice bacon ranch or something like that. You know, keep the pigs, keep the pigs at bay. Speaking of pigs, this week, this week's top ten is is for some of the. Uh, it was one that I I, I want to talk. I just wanted to do. It just popped in my brain when I was right, uh, you know, typing in a few of things about the podcast, and this week I'm doing my top ten sex play. Play sex, whatever you want to do. You know, if it's foreplay before sex, if it's sex during sex, you know, it's something something involving the sexual. It's my top 10 sexual, you know, fucking shit. You know what I'm saying? Top 10 things to do. This is the top 10. This is a real top 10. So keep your ears glistened, plugged, stuck like a nut. To those uh, earbuds, as it were. If you're listening in the car, turn it, turn that bass up, and let my voice do the work on that, on those speakers, on those tweeters. Let me hit, let me hear you in the bass. You got a little subwoofer. Let me hear it in the bass. So number ten, obviously, starting off, is when you're fucking and you can just, you know, you can sit up and. This the girl that you're fucking has these oh, just a beautiful pair of tits that you can just you know grab from the bottom, twist the nipples with your fingers, squeeze those bastards, put them in your face. It's like motorboating, but you know fucking motorboating. You know what I'm saying? It's not put. You know some people like to fuck the titties. Some people like and nothing like a nice sweaty titty, like a nice wet titty, glistening. Nice glistening titty. So motorboating fucking, I'd say. Number 10. Number 9, eating pussy. You know, get a little ass in there. But nothing nothing better than a good pussy. A nice big pussy. Pretty pussy too. Nice and pink. Maybe a couple, you know, nice long lips. Not too much hair around the actual pussy. I don't mind a little, you know, triangle, a dot. Maybe exclamation point. A little lucky number 7. Heart. You know, if you got a little square rectangle, yeah, whatever. I just don't need it too much. I don't mind if you don't shave your legs every other day. I could take a little prickle. I mean, I'm eating your pussy and a little ass. A little taint. More taint than ass. Maybe some more ass than taint. It all depends on that day, that night, that evening. What I've had for dinner, what you've had for dinner, obviously. Not everybody has had the LaDouche, you know, next to the bedside. Which I promote. Uh, <laughs> so that's pussy eating. Another one that popped in my mind at the end when I was trying to figure out this list, you know, move some things around, 
was a f- next on the list is uh so number s- 10 9 8 number 8 is a f- is f- a freak just a freak you know when you got a girl that just just loves loves sex loves sexual shit loves you know gives gives a blowjob sitting up when you're sitting on the couch just uh when you're moving around town can't wait to get home or get get somewhere where some shit can go down, you know, show her a pussy in the van or something like that, you know, play with herself in the parking lot, you know, give you a little jerk jerk, you know, you fuck outside or something like that on the way home, on the hood of the car, just a freak, you know, and, a, and a, you know, just a respectable freak too, you know, one you can take out, you know, choose with her mouth closed, you know, you have a great conversation, watch some West Wing or something like that. But at the same time, she, there's no mystery. Gives you that little wink, maybe gives you that rub. Just, you know, puts your, puts your, grabs your hand, puts it down, you know, gives, you can feel the, the heat coming off that Hello Kitty. You know, just a freak. So that's number eight. Number seven is that, you know, it's, it's like, it's, it's day sex, morning sex. It's that st- sex that ain't rushed. That's just like wake. I wake up in the morning. Got this. Got this rod that can't won't stop looking at the ceiling or at the wall. There's nothing I can do about it. You know, you gotta go pee a little bit, but your girl's just in. The ass is just in the, in the proper position. You start giving. You know, you know, tap it a little bit. Tap it a little bit. See if you see a little movement. Hear the hear the moan, blah blah blah. Roll on the back, maybe just keep on the side. A little morning sex, some of that day sex when they're walking through, just walking through the living room. Like I said, out there going out for a sunbathe, maybe doing some laundry or something, and some short shorts and no panties. Some of that good good, you know, nothing like a little some good morning sex, day sex. That's not rushed. It's just in it's in the moment. It's like oh, let's get it. Nothing better than that. Well, there are a few things because that's only, that's number seven. Next, number six is outside the house fucking. It's like when you have, when you have sex in different places, some people call that like the weird, like weird places, like in public. I want to call it in public if, you know, if there's a balcony on the street take this broad out one leg out on the on the on the railing one leg on the ground daddy gotta go to work you know what i'm saying just get that right angle she gotta put her arms she gotta grab onto that railing so you get that proper uh you need that angle that spine's gotta get down just right because you know not everybody's six foot three gotta bring that down to my level but Nothing better than that because that's you gotta do a little planning. You gotta know what's up, and if when you can perform like that, that just means you're a performer. That means you're a superhero. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't just do that with an average dick or an average fucker. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be. That shit happens with someone with some confidence, both sides of the lane too, woman and man. The male female agreement. Is we're oh we gonna do this? Ain't no thing but a chicken wang. So 
Like I said, that outside the house fucking. Some of that good, good. That fun, fun. And moving into from outside the house to in the house, mostly, are those three ways. And I've only had one three way. And I'll say it was great. I mean, I did everything that you'd want to do, you know, both women, both mouths, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of switching head to toe. And it was, it was a fantastic voyage for sure. But the only downfall to a three-way is if you're not prepared for it mentally, if you haven't mentally prepared for it, it can be a little, um, what is it, uh, shit, overbearing because you maybe not know how to, uh, you know, how to figure it out. I'd say you got to put the puzzle pieces together. You know, you got to use your your head and your dick. You know what I'm saying? You get those things have to be, you know, going at the same time. You can't be you can't be doing one th- one thing with your. Well, sometimes you can use your hand. You know, you do a little blah blah blah. There's a lot of things you can do, but you want to have other, you know, multiple things going at the same time. That's how you got to you got to keep the story going. You can't leave one to the side unless they like to watch. That's a possibility for sure. But it it can be a uh, a consuming thing if you're not prepared for it. But if you are prepared for it, let me tell you, gentlemen, ladies, go for it because you do it in if it's a lot of passion nothing better than it there are a few things cuz this is only number 5 getting it past number 5 to number 4 for me you know i love a beautiful ass like a great ass there's nothing better than a great ass but a juicy ass when you're hitting that shit from the back or you're laying on your back and they're on top of you and you just watch it, and you can grab it and just watch. I mean, you give it a couple, couple of hits to the left and right. Watch that thing move. You can see that. Uh, you can see that that good shit. Just a, it's a beautiful view. Sometimes, sometimes they lean back a little bit. You get to get to hold a, hold one of them juicy titties or something like that. Enjoying yourself, just fucking enjoying yourself. That's for me though. I just like a big juicy ass. Not on a big juicy lady. I, I like a big juicy ass. And some I don't want a fake one. I'm not a big fake guy. I don't need a uh, two beach balls. I just want a nice ass. Not hard. Not hard. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck am I trying to say here? Not a hard request. A lot of juicy asses out there. Salute to... The generations that are out there keeping that juicy ass alive. Not the fake ones. So number three to me hasn't been spoken about. And you might not know why. You might be surprised that it's number three. But the problem is you probably never had a good one or the right one. And that's a blowjob. A nice BJ. When you get a woman who sucks your dick the way you like it to be done. And you finally have it that way. It's unbelievable. For me... It's a lot of spit, a little bit, uh, you know, f- use the tip, use the balls, use the shaft, not a lot of hand, I don't want hand, I like a sloppy mouth, not so much suction, 
just enough, but a one that knows how to do it right and do it good. Bravo to that. That's to me, that's a talent. When it when it's done, I mean, I still have a memory of the best blowjob I've ever had. I can <laughs> I could take care of business, not even uh not even feeling. I just the memory, just the mental memory of that. I'll be using up a whole roll of tissues. A lot of bacon grease. But nothing better than the BJ of your life. Not If you never had it, sorry. To me, that's a travesty. Nothing better than it. And if you don't think it's a top three thing, you never had the best of your life. That's just the problem. Nothing we can agree on there. I'm telling you the truth. This isn't an advertisement. This is the honest truth. The cock's honest truth. Number two to me is fucking with fucking a woman on her side from her from where her leg positions is and having one leg to your you know around your waist around over your arm you know you get that looks like a a girl standing up kicking with her leg out but you got that on the bed you can like it's like um what am i trying to think oh it's that motion of the hands when you can grip on that ass and the leg at the same time and it's like you're taking the reins of a horse oh man it's a whole different feeling you're getting in you're getting in from a different direction now see you've turned you turned it around and you can do multiple things i mean you can work you can work in different areas the hands can do a lot of things and just a little uh, executive dev- advice for you. You can get a lot further in. You can bottom out, gentlemen. You can bottom out. That's a perfect position if you want to do it. It's a different angle. It allows you to get to where, where you need to go if you aren't able to uh, satisfy that ass mentally and physically. Throw that, throw that shit on the, on the left, you know, and put that motherfucker in gear and go to town, my friends. If, you know, obviously... Uh, Consensual. And number one for me. Sex play, sexual encounter shit, whatever you want to talk, whatever you want to call it. Usually involves busting a nut, right? But busting twice while you're fucking one session. That's the that's the nuts. Pardon the pun. That is the nuts. Because that means that it was so good. Even your first deposit wasn't enough. You're able to go right back, right back to it. It's called the double up. It's called something. The double play. You know, the back-to-back title run. Whatever you want to nickname it, it's all good. You can steal it if you want, but nothing better than the back-to-back. It, it, it's... I, it just means it was right. It means it was the best, some of the best. It means that everything, you know, is clicking. And that's without the uh, aid of some of that bullshit some of you old motherfuckers and young motherfuckers might be using. Some of that medical shit to keep you uh, roaming swiping 
whatever you want to call it. But I ain't, ain't with that. I don't need no, none of that Rogaine. I shave my head because I want to and I can. And God damn it, I like that cocoa butter feel on the top. Stay fresh this weekend. That's the top 10 sexy plays of the week. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you liked the new segment. We're going to get back into doing some other things. But it's just that time of year. It's cuffing season's coming up. I just want to get y'all, get y'all, y'all motherfuckers all horned up for, you know, the next uh, couple months. You know, it's going to be cold out here in my, my neck of the woods. It might be uh, freezing in Atlanta by the end of uh, the 2000s. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I have no clue. The almanacs haven't been drawn up just yet. Similar to those Bibles back in the day. This has been the Be Cool Podcast. Be cool, motherfuckers. Be cool. You ain't ready for war. You ready to rap. You ready to talk.